Welcome to the Sixers Group Therapy Podcast. I am your host, Alex Wynn, a.k.a. Nuge. Unfortunately, we do not have a full squad. June is in Korea. JB may join us shortly, depending on what time he gets home. But let's be honest, we have the star of the show, the person you all come to listen to, and that is Dave DeBacco. And he's all smiles. Dave, Sixers aside, how are you? Yeah, I'm great. Happy Halloween. Trick or treat. The witch is dead. He's gone. The vibes are back. The vibes are back. It's amazing how all of a sudden, all of a sudden, we're interesting again. Just like that. Just like that. Oh, man. So where do we get started? This is our first podcast since July 11th. I honestly don't remember what happened in the offseason The Sixers had a million centers. We were down bad because James Harden opted in, which was our last podcast. And we predicted that, by the way. We thought he was going to opt in. He indeed did. uh, Instantly requested a trade. And some weird reports that he was going to show up. He was going to cause some havoc. He comes to practice. They say he's been a model citizen. He ends up leaving. For 10 days and no reason was ever given, the season starts. He tries to get on the plane to go to Toronto for game number two. Uh, I'm sorry, Milwaukee for game number one. And the Sixers stop him saying he has to ramp up. It gets kind of weird from there. There's some reports that he doesn't know what's going on in practice and he doesn't know the plays. And that brings us till to today. We The Sixers start the season two and one. Maxi looks great, and B kind of already played himself into shape. The ball is kind of actually moving. They seem like they have an offensive plan. Nick Nurse seems like a real coach. Granted, only three games in the season, but then Tyrese Maxi wins Eastern Conference Player of the Week. Mm. And then we get this news at two o'clock in the morning Eastern Time. That James Harden has indeed been dealt to the L.A. Clippers, who we thought it was going to be all along. It was just a matter of when and what we got. And Dave, here's the list. You might have to clarify some of this stuff for me because I, I found some of it confusing. But we got for James Harden. Uh, we traded James Harden, P.J. Tucker, and Philip with an F, as Pat Bev <laughs> says, for Nicholas Batum, Marcus Morris, Robert Covington. Yeah. KJ Martin and the draft picks are as follows. A 2026 LA Clippers first round pick via OKC, but I think it was clarified that I guess OKC has a number of picks and we're going to get the worst of those three. Is that correct, Dave? Exactly. In 2026, OKC has their own pick. They have Houston's top four protected pick and they have the Clippers unprotected pick. So whichever of those three is the worst, we get, which will probably be the the Thunder's pick. The Thunder will probably pick like in the teens. So whatever. That's great. War chest, baby. War chest. Fill it up. They look good, by the way, the Thunder. Uh, We also get the 2028 LA Clippers first round pick per unprotected. Is that correct? Mm. Unprotected. 2028 is what? Five years from now? That is five drafts from now. And, and how old did you say Harden, 
Kawhi and Paul George could be pushing. In NBA years, which is like dog years, they're all going to be dead by then. Exactly. So that is a very, very, very valuable pick. Oh, yeah. Opens up some doors from us. I don't know if they're going to, you know, uh, if we pod until 2028, we could talk about. And then keep going. What's next? What's after 2028? An unprotected 2029 pick swap? Don't mind if I chime in there? Yes, sir. Six and two second round now. picks. Six, Six drafts, drafts and two and two second round picks. I think second round picks. One is this coming up draft, and then another one is like twenty eight or twenty nine. But either way, oh man, it's so nice to have juicy picks in the war chest. That's all we ever ask for. I don't care about the games. You know what I mean? What do we have in the war chest? What well, is the spreadsheet looking like, Nuge? That's all I care about personally. It's all about the hope. In the process, in the it's ride. It's a sucker's game. It. It's a sucker's yeah. game. One team wins. The other 29 are miserable and let down. Do you have hope? Do you have a chance? Do you have optimism? That's all that matters. That's all that really matters at the end of the day, you know? And just like that, we're interesting again. So, Dave, let me ask you, what is your grade for this trade? Uh, I mean, considering he quit on us and he was a giant nothing burger and now we have unprotected picks that we can trade – I'd say it's an A+. plus. I mean, sure, you could have gotten a couple players. I mean, maybe, I don't know. I think Batum and Morris are probably washed and not going to play. Covington even seems to be washed. I'm optimistic that the the Nick Nurse green light is equivalent to the Fountain of Youth, and I'm dying to see Covington with a Nick Nurse green light. I believe the only – Brett Brown is the only coach to ever – tap into what Covington really does and all the other teams he's played for. They just, he was not used the the same way, the right way. But after listening to Bodner and Newbeck today, I'm pretty sure Covington's washed. I really haven't seen him play much in the last four years. And uh, it sounds like not only is he likely washed, but um, he doesn't really play the three anymore. He only plays the, he just can't guard wings. So Covington, Covington at the three slotting into the starting lineup is probably not happening. But either way, those three guys are all expiring contracts. Covington's 10 mil, Batum's 11 mil, Morris is 17 mil. That's all just expiring at the end of the year. And they can play spot minutes and help us through the regular season. Sure, their bodies, we can throw it. Jason Tatum and Jalen Brown and use their fouls up, whatever. But this trade was for the picks. I mean, this dude was dead in the water. He quit on us. Big fat fucking loser. Did I say he's fat? Um, And he quit on us. And I have a better beard than he does. And I was here first. And uh, I loved him. I gave him a chance, and he made me look like a fool. So fuck him. Fuck you, James Harden. Um, we got unprotected picks for him. Dumb. Very dumb. What are the Clippers doing? This is has Steve Steve Ballmer going in, into a new arena written all over it. Dumb ownership. I love it. Take advantage. Stack my war chest. Stack my war chest with picks. Oh, I'm alive. Feels good. How do you feel about this, Nooch? What did I miss there? How are you feeling? About I think this I think you honestly, Dave. As always, you cover it, but I agree with you. I think it reeks of ownership got involved. Uh, apparently, some reports that Josh Harris wanted this done too. But I think all things considered, in a vacuum, is trading Harden. I guess ultimately, you could say Ben Simmons, but that was so long ago, and we had a shot at the Celtics and whatnot. So, in a vacuum, is trading Harden for this stuff uh, a home run? Probably not. But I think considering the situation where He's a big baby. This is the third team in, what, four years he's forced his way out of. He opted into a $35 million this year and demanded a trade instantly. He 
went to China and and told these little Chinese kids at a basketball camp that Daryl Morey is a liar. He held up signs at a party that Morey is a liar and that he doesn't pull out or or whatever. And he just he's like he's obviously a head case, and no one wants him. It's very clear no one wants him. Otherwise, he wouldn't have opted in. Uh, he there's talk about if Morey promised him a deal. I don't think that happened because he wouldn't have needed to leak those rumors about Houston offering him a max, right? Mm -hmm. They didn't do it. So I think all things considered with the head case and dare I say, we have optionality now. Mm. I, I think you have to give this at least an A minus. You, you talked about the players. Most of them probably watch. I think Nick Batum could be useful. Covington, you know, I'm never the biggest fan of Covington, but Mm. the concept of him in a Nick nurse system could work pretty well. Uh, I might be most and I might be most excited about KJ Martin. KJ Kenyon Martin's son. We went from having no athletes to having Kelly Oubre, who I know is three games in, uh, and I don't even think we even mentioned him on the pod. Maybe I don't think he was signed by July 11th. I think he was pretty recent. I think it was September. Uh, Kelly Oubre. Kelly Oubre is getting a segment in this podcast, but continue. He's the most athletic player we've had oh. since Simmons. <laughs> ben Simmons. <laughs> yeah, maybe so. Uh, sorry, I got I got off track, but um, yeah. So KJ Martin, oh yeah. So KJ Martin, another athlete that we didn't have last year. We we get off PJ Tucker's contract, underrated. Uh-huh. Uh, Philip Petrosa, we had twenty centers. I don't care for that that much. Yeah, so I give this an A, and I I'm completely with you. At least we have some room. I think before this season, we're kind of thinking the windows closed. I don't think it's wide open. I don't think it's oh. I don't think it's like I don't think it was a big breeze coming through the window, but I think it's no. if it wasn't, it's not zero percent. It's not zero percent because we have it was over. options. It was over. It was over. Ooh. It was so yeah. over. It's still probably over, but we got some hope. We have we some, got hope. some hope. The window's open again. It's hot out. There's not a cool fall breeze coming through, but the window's cracked. We can get through. Air can get in and out. Let's see what happens. You mentioned the expiring contracts. We will get to that. But before we do, and it may not even be next offseason. Maybe something happens at the trade deadline. But how does this change your outlook on this season? The Sixers start 2-1. and one. Maxi looks awesome, averaging 30 mm. points a game. Oh, my God. He's so good. He's shooting 56% from three. But, you know, it's not, not going to maintain. But he's shooting eight attempts per game. Embiid. Seems like he played himself in the shape the second game into the season. We only lost to the Bucks. The you know almighty Bucks. You got Dame Lillard. We didn't do a pot on that either. That they got Dame Lillard and the Celtics mm. got Drew Holiday. Ah, anyway, we'll get to it. We'll maybe touch on it at the end. Sure. So we we you know we kept up with the Bucks in game one. Only lost by one point. Blew mm. out the Portland Trailblazers, and then we also I think we end up blowing up blowing out the Raptors yep. as well. So. How does your outlook on the season change from we mentioned it, we were pretty out of it to begin the season. And now that the Sixers have come out, come out of the gate, kind of on fire. And now Harden's gone. Very eerily similar to a couple years ago when Ben Simmons quit on the team. The regular season Sixers leading up to the inevitable James Harden trade was a very fun, likable team that was winning regular season games. It was Tyrese Maxey. Did we have D'Anthony? Was it D'Anthony Melton? We did. We did have him. 
I think, it, yeah, so this, it was similar to now. It was Maxi Melton, I forget who the small forward was, but then Toby and Embiid. And they were winning regular season games. There was an awesome win against Memphis where um, Maxi had, like, the breakaway steal to win the game. And they were just winning games. And it was a likable team because, you know, Simmons quit on them, but they were still competitive and good. And and then the, that eventually led up to the Harden trade, which then we were all all in, thinking, you know, we could maybe do this and win a title. Uh, but it reminds me of that. You know, we have a fun, likable team. James Harden, the parasite, has been squashed. And Maxi, last year I made the bold prediction that this was Maxi's team, year three leap, 1A, Maxi 1A. He's our best player over Embiid. I think I was a year early. Might actually be true right now. I mean, Tyrese Maxi, holy fucking shit. 19th overall pick in 2019. Daryl Morey's third day on the job. Drafts Maxi in the 2019 draft or the 2020 draft or whatever it was. And holy shit, steal the fucking decade possibly. I mean, l- legitimate all-star campaign so far. Player of the Eastern Conference player of the week in week one, averaging 30 points a game through the first three games. Uh, has he had a turnover yet? I think he's averaging like eight assists a game with no turnovers, or maybe he's had one turnover so far. It's just totally unbelievable. Not that we should be surprised. Maybe a, a, in from in my head a year later than I thought, but Nonetheless, here he is, all-star Maxi, franchise cornerstone. Um, Melton has kind of – it seems like Melton's kind of handling the ball a little bit more, and he's like – there's some weird minutes where he's playing point guard, whatever. We'll give Nick Nurse a chance to work everything out. But, um, you know, Maxi Melton, um, Toby, officially in a, a contract year. We've made it through the five years of hell, and we were the idiots to pay him. We bid against ourselves and we maxed them out. And here we are in year five. <laughs> we see the light at the end of the tunnel and uh, Toby in a contract year. We guess what? The last time Toby was in a contract year, he was pretty good. And we were the dummies that fucking overpaid for him. So maybe some other dummies will come along and Great overpay point. for him this time around. And maybe Great we point. fucking sell high on him. But in the meantime, looks good so far. It looks like uh, Nick nurse has, um, you know, gotten to him and he's his release is quick, which it also has looked like that at times, but he ultimately always re- reverts back to slow Toby and, and dribble the air out of the ball, Toby, but he's not there yet. He looks good so far. We'll say he's bought into Nick nurse and, you know, Embiid slow first game, but, but the games two and three seems to be, you know, playing himself into shape. There was that great clip of Patrick Beverly talking about how he's making him run suicides after practice and he's, he's doing it. And so maybe for once he's finally taking conditioning seriously and, and uh, you know, it all looks good. This is a likable team. Um, Who's going to start at small forward now that, you know, no more fucking uh, Toby and PJ Tucker, two power forwards at the same time. Thank God. Um, Toby's the four. So who's the three? Um, I was originally always thought when this inevitable Clippers trade happened. I always thought it would be Covington, which is just funny. Uh, but I, again, I don't know if Covington is, is plays the three anymore. It doesn't seem like, I don't know if he does. So uh, maybe it's Ubre who maybe we, we transition into Kelly Ubre here. I want your thoughts on Ubre Nuge, but um, again, after listening to Bodner and Newbeck today, I think ideally Ubre seems like the, you know, six man kind of role, just spark off the bench to Agreed. come in and score. Absolutely which probably ultimately is the role that he should play. And, uh, but you know, for the sake of familiarity, he's at least been here through training camp and has had a strong start to the season, building up a little bit of chemistry with the guys. So maybe temporarily he starts. So you're looking at Maxi Melton, Ubre, Toby, Embiid. Your bench is Beverly Springer, 
KJ Martin, Covington, and B-Ball Paul. Athletes, defense, three-point shooting. Did I say athletes? Wow, we have athletes with Nick Nurse as the coach. It's Incredible. fun. Yeah, fun, likable team with fucking two max slots this summer in a free agency pool where there's a couple big names and unprotected picks and pick swaps in the war chest. Interesting, fun, yes, Probably still going to lose in the second round, but at least, you know, after a shitty day of work on a Wednesday night, we can watch a fun team that has hope. Is it safe to say you were back in, Dave? Of course. We're never out. It's, we sold our souls. So <laughs> we were never out. Never let's out. be honest. Yeah. As, as much as we say we're out, we're never actually out. You know, it's like fucking, you know, we're like junkies, you know. Before this whole, you know, the hot streak from Maxi. I mean, I keep saying hot streak. It's only been three games, but Maxi looks like he's it. The the experts are gushing about him. Tim Legler has nothing but great things to say about uh-huh. Maxi, and Tim Legler is one of the analysts I listen to. You know, so, um, but we were so quote unquote out on this team, but we were all tuned in to the season opener. You oh know? yeah, like, we're of never. Yeah, it's ingrained in our it. DNA. We're we're yeah. Sixers fans. We can't yeah. really fully escape them. Yeah, we're losers, but it's fine. <laughs> I, yeah, fine. yeah, I, yeah, I agree. But uh, back to what we were talking about. Um, you are back. I am back because, like you said, does this put us? Does this put us up there with the Celtics and the Bucks? Probably no. not. But at least, like, you have the reigning MVP, right? You have a rising star in Tyrese Maxey. You got rid of the baby who dribbled out the ball. You know, dribbled the air out of the ball for. 20 seconds of a 24 second shot clock. Now you have some athletes, some pieces, some optionality, and you have some flexibility going forward. So now they're kind of fun. And I got to be honest with you, it's kind of nice not having the championship or bust mentality in a season, isn't oh, it? Yeah. 100%. It's so much no expectations. There's no pressure. It's like, like you said, I can tune in on a weekday after a long day at work, just want to relax, have some entertainment. And now I'm actually we might be entertained by our team instead of being so much pressure for us to win a regular season game. It just, it just takes so much, it puts so much more enjoyment back into the season. So mm-hmm. I'm with you. I'm back in. JB's going to join us. He was going to protest until whenever they traded Harden. He'll join us soon. We'll get his take. Oh yeah. But we did mention the optionality and the flexibility. And, oh, JB is in the waiting room. Let me admit him. Let's go. Let's get JB in. We'll get his take on the trade. Then we'll talk about some optionality. How's Bring the sound? heat. Give him the floor. Just give him the floor. Let him go. Let the kid go. He boycotted. We he boycotted. He said he wouldn't show <laughs> up until bad. Harden was gone. Harden's gone. JB's here. Take it away, buddy. What are you thinking JB, right now? What's going JB, on in your head? You have the floor. Go ahead. I, I I am just so relieved. I as Dave said, that is what I said. I am out on this team until Harden's gone, and they tease us because we had three great games with Harden gone. I just ran up the steps. So I'm a little out of breath. <laughs> um, but I I couldn't talk forever. But Maxie's great. Harden's gone. We got way more than we should have. I can't believe there's any people in the world that <laughs> deal. I would have traded Harden. For any individual piece of like the seven things we got, <laughs> I would have traded Harden for KJ Martin. I would have traded Harden for whatever Morris brother we got. And we got an unprotected 28, which is going to be like a top seven. What do we know what the OKC pick was? So there's three OKC has three picks in 2026, their own 
Houston's top four protected, and then the Clippers unprotected. We get the worst of those three. So, so like, it's a top 15 pick. Yeah, but possible late lottery, early teens pick from OKC is what we're going to get. Yeah, which is great. Yeah, we're my my nuke. I I apologize for talking shit on Daryl. Um, <laughs> but now my newest concern is, and this isn't a Daryl thing, but like, I don't want to blow load on. I don't know if Zach Levine's it. Oh, uh, he's not. I don't think he is either. I, I and think. I don't know who it is. Ooh. I think it's just got to be a guy that we don't. That's like not being talked about. Like yeah. it's not OG Anawobi or however you uh-huh. say Zach Levine. Yeah. <laughs> Those are all yeah. So we, okay, let's get there. Let's That's go. That's a there. great so transition. Good. Great transition. Yeah. So, so we've good. seen we've all everybody's seen it on Twitter today that we, you know, Levine and Ananobi are options for us. The Bulls are in, you know, some kind of purgatory and the Raptors are about to enter a rebuild and Ananobi's a free agent this summer and the, there's the Nick Nurse connection. But we're not going to fucking settle. We settled for Toby and Horford and we pushed all our chips in on the wrong guys. And now four to five years has gone by and we have a second chance at life. Joel Embiid is still playing like an MVP. Tyrese Maxey is a blossoming franchise playing superstar. And we have two max caps slots again and these unprotected picks in the war chest. We're not going to settle on some fucking B grades want to be fucking superstar like overpaid Zach Levine and OG Ananobi who shouldn't make more than 20 million a year is probably going to get fucking 35. We're not settling. Like you said, it's going to be somebody that we don't know is going to be available yet. And yeah, I, I don't think we're going to settle for some fucking B grade guys. I think we're going to be surprised and they're going to go get some fucking a list superstar somewhere. That That's like the beauty of it though. Like I, I don't even care. Like I could watch this team every night. Exactly. Oh, that's what we just said. <laughs> Literally what we just said. Maxi is, oh my God, we're forever in doubt <clears throat> get to Mike Muscala. Yeah. Thunder. Um, <laughs> it's crazy in the bubble. Yeah, I don't want to repeat anything, but man, Maxi's so good. He's so fun. And and this is stolen from the Ricky. I, even this trade got me back to li- listen to the Sixers podcast. Wow. Like, one of them, or maybe it was a fan that wrote in, Compared it to the vibes of the Phillies, I'm like this team wow. has a chance to actually. Uh, no, no, no. The no, 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 <laughs> no, not like anything you compare. There's no Garrett Stubbs on this team. They got rid of TJ uh. too long ago, but this they can actually maybe like each other. Honestly, now, I the bad energy's gone, except mm-hmm. Embiid. <laughs> yeah, uh, well, you know. They got Honestly, his boy. Coving him and Covington are best friends. He's back. Harden the parasite is gone. Embiid you know? is apparently with Nick Nurse. Embiid apparently is playing a, a way he's always wanted to, which is distributing the ball and players moving. With Harden, it was kind of just Harden dribbling the air out of the ball, him doing his ISO thing and then passing it to, you know, everyone standing around and he's just passing it to whoever's open. Now there's there's never been more cuts i've never seen the sixers cut this much in the Embiid era it's it's kind of crazy it's just is this the effect of an actual coach did we really waste three years with with doc rivers it's yes we did absolutely insane was it three years or four years three years 2021 was hawks 22 was the heat and, and then 23 okay we blew. yeah yeah wow. to three three second round oh, exits in a row with doc rivers <laughs> Jesus so, fucking Christ. 
So we have these options. We have these draft picks. Who knows if we even get to those years to see those draft picks convey? Do you think, like, it, actually, you, you kind of already answered this. You're you're thinking we're we're flipping these for a player, correct? So he's gonna he's gonna we're gonna make a trade that we don't see coming. So Joe's out on Levine or doesn't think it's Levine. Uh, I could be convinced. I think maybe in a system where he's not looked at as the number one guy or doesn't handle the ball so much, maybe yeah, play like he has the tools, right? He's athletic. He could shoot the catch and shoot three. Yeah. Like if he cuts and everything in this Nickner offense, maybe, maybe that's the answer. He's uh, got the, he's got the raw ability. OG Ananobi, I never thought was that good. And I know NBA Twitter tells us he's good, but they also told us Josh Richardson was good. <laughs> so is there I'm going to read you a list of the free agents in 2024. Let me know if you could think of any player that I'm not mentioning that could be a target if it's like I'm just throwing one like Zion Williamson or something. Like maybe he gets disgruntled in New Orleans <laughs> or something. Uh, but he's kind of a, a fat so. But anyway, uh no more potential fatties. free <laughs> potential free agents in 2024. Kawhi Leonard, he's gonna be cool. He, he, he barely plays, and we'll see what happens this year, but um, I, I can picture a scenario where he comes and just stinks. Pascal Siakam, uh, Tyrese Maxey, we all know we didn't extend him. That's He's going to get all the money in the world. Paul George, LeBron James isn't coming here. James Harden. <laughs> uh, Drew Holiday out of the Celtics. OG Adenobi, DeMar DeRozan, Clay Thompson, Emmanuel mm. Quickly. KCP. So now we're like we're not we're, yeah. we're not even in all star territory anymore. So those are the best free agents of the twenty twenty four class. Anyone have your interest, guys, or can you think of someone under the radar that maybe they're we should keep an eye out on their situation? Maybe it turns south and and they demand out. Any? You know who ideas? I'm looking at? So yeah, to answer your question, I'll go for I'll chime in here first. Uh, Clay Thompson is interesting to me for half a second until I remember that he blew out his Achilles and he's like thirty three. So that's that's not going to happen. You know, if it was four or five years ago, I'd be fucking creaming myself over Clay, the possibility of Clay Thompson. But eh, he could probably age well and play a long time because he's such a good shooter. But ah, nah, that's settling, in my opinion. And we already established we're not settling. Somebody that could blindside ask out. I'm I'm I got I'm on hoops hype. I'm looking at salaries. I'm looking at Phoenix. And I'm thinking about Devin Booker not lining up with Bradley Beal and Kevin Durant, and they have no fucking pick until 2031. And I wonder how that's going to play out. I wonder how that's going to play out. Yeah, we'll have to see. They're they're already missing some games due to injury, but sorry, Joe, I cut you off. What are you thinking? I mean, I think we talked about that – Maybe before Bradley Beal. Also, did anyone did anyone see the videos of Bradley Beal shooting like yesterday? No. He's he's looking like faults. Ah, <laughs> imagine that. That I'm would be you, uh that would be a twist. I just sent you the video. I would love Devin Booker so much. Yeah, I gotta like see this. I, I'm not like out on Zach Levine. I would be pumped if we traded for him. He sounds fun. I just don't view us as uh I just don't see that team winning either. He's a B grade settle. Yeah. Zach Levine is a B grade settle. Oh yeah. my God. Is Bradley Beal crazy? 
What do you think Chris Broussard would say about this Bradley Beal video? (laughs) I'm sorry, that's not funny. Uh, funny. I think he would say develop (laughs) development challenge that we said. Yeah, something wrong. Uh, uh, He said something before that. Anyway, um, question for you guys: Does it have to be a third star? Like, could it be you have the reigning MVP and Embiid, Maxi possibly an All Star this year? Maybe it's like pieces. Like, look at the Denver Nuggets, Mm -hmm. MVP caliber center. Very, very good guard. Not even an all-star in Jamal Murray. And then they just have very good role players around them. Uh, Michael Porter Jr. is a is a, a gunslinger. Uh, Aaron Gordon did some dirty work, defended a little bit, even shot the three a little bit. KCP, Bruce Brown. Could it be as simple as let's just fill some versatile role players around them? And, and Nick Nurse's system, who you know just won a championship five years ago with one star, a very good player, and Kyle Lowry and a bunch of role players. What do you think? Could it be like a could it be a OG Adenobi and a, a KCP or something? What do you think? Yeah. Why could not? I, I mean, I'd rather have two role players than the list of free agents available next year. Like what what's um what's our guy uh why can't I think of his name right now? The uh, Bridges, what's his deal? What's Ooh, I, what's what's the what are what's Brooklyn doing with him? McCallie, yeah, good question. Great question, and I actually would love his fit. I'm looking. I know they might have signed an extension. Let me see. He's got such a good deal. I'm looking at it. He's got three guaranteed years this year and the next two years: 21, 23, 24. So fair, so cheap, so good. They're not going to trade him. And I don't know if he if he's in a position to ask out. Would he even want to play for us? I feel like he'd be like, "Fuck you guys." He was so butt hurt that we traded him on draft night when his he mom does hold a, the team. He does hold a grudge. He, I think he, he might hate us. All the time. Yeah, he talks about it all the time. And I also am thinking about it out loud in my head right now. I think we're no way we we if Devin Booker ever came available, no way we're getting him unless we trade Maxi, which is kind of lateral. I wouldn't trade Maxi for any player in the NBA. Yeah, no. I think I said that last year. And I, I, I feel stronger, obviously stronger about it now. Yeah, Joe. Right I'm looking at, looking on, at Levine. Looking at Levine. Go ahead, Nooch. Go ahead. I was gonna say, Joe, but right before you hopped on, me and Dave were literally just talking about enjoying the team again. Like we're not really thinking championship or bust. We kind of want to have a team of, like you said, the Phillies, likable players that you know have some fun and are just enjoyable to watch. So uh, I'm with you. I, I don't want to trade Max for anyone. I think he's our guy. Yeah, he's happy. He's good vibes and he's fucking phenomenal. So mm-hmm. yet I would, again, I would not accept any offer for him. Durant gross, LeBron gross, mm-hmm. any player gross, both of them gross. Maxi is untouchable. Yep. Do you guys remember when the report came out that Maxi was untouchable and like Brian Winhorse was like sarcastically saying like, Brian Michael Jordan wouldn't trade Maxi or like kind of mocking that idea. I'm, I wouldn't trade Maxi. I really wouldn't. Because, like, realistically, who you would get from Maxi, they're not trading you. Who's who's the best young player in the league right now by Luka Doncic? No, they're not going to trade you Luka Doncic for Maxi anyway. So, like, what do, we we can't even consider that as a possible scenario. So, yeah. I'm with I you. don't know. I think, all, I think all the stars have moved. I don't see anybody moving. Like, major, yeah. like, true, like, genuine stars. Yeah, we just need – we'll see who blows up this year. Someone's going to – way underwhelm expectations probably the clippers but i don't want anyone from that disaster 
Clippers, or I think I think the next star to move is probably Towns from Minnesota. Uh, no, thank you. But we're not in that. We're not in that right. sweepstakes. That's Absolutely. the Knicks. The Knicks. The Knicks. All this fucking Joel Embiid to the Knicks nonsense. Uh, nah, that that shitty package you're getting maybe Towns. You're not getting oh Embiid my God. that shitty. That would package. be so. That would be so Knicks. Would yeah. you pay quickly? Uh, I, I don't yeah. know enough about quickly to be honest with you. Yeah, it's scary that the Nets or the Knicks wouldn't, but like it sounds fun reuniting the, the Kentucky guards. From what Ooh. I've seen of quickly, he looks West like a, a six man, like like a good a very good six man ceiling, in my opinion. From what I've seen. I'll take yeah. a great six man. Jaden Springer's better, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> so l- let me ask you, do you think a move gets done at the trade deadline by the trade deadline, or do you think we're looking at next summer? When's the trade deadline? February. I'll say yes. I got a, I got a, I got a curveball for you guys. I just think oh, I found it possible. Um, Trey Young. Ugh. Yeah. Uh, I just, I don't know about the fit with Maxi, and I like Maxie. Yeah, I don't know. They're too small, too small undersized guys. I don't I'd know. rather have Harden. <laughs> oh my god. Trey wow. Trey Young did get to a a conference finals before any of the Sixers did. Oh, yes, he I, did. He did. I don't need another exposable undersized like. Uh, mm-hmm. yeah. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. I if hate him. Being honest, much. if we're being honest, Doc never attacked him defensively, and he let Danny Green guard him for a whole game one. So, and we lost in game seven. So that's that's probably why he got to the Eastern Conference Finals. What about um, Halliburton? Can we get him back? What are, what are the Pacers doing? I don't know. I, I think they're committed to him. He has signed a, yeah. a big extension there. So I think he's the few. You know what? The more I look at this, guys, it might be Levine. It might be Levine. Levine or- I think it's Levine or OG. So I think OG, they would. I think they would just – they're not going to bid. For, they could just sign him outright in the summer. I don't think they'd right. trade for him. Agreed. Well, I don't. I don't even know if this OG and Nick Nurse have a great relationship. I know Siakam and him had a little bit of a falling out, so yeah. I'd be interested if OG would want to come here. Fred Van Vliet seemed to be still fine with Nick Nurse because he suggested Philly, or although he was probably trying to get paid. But it um, might. It might be Levine. The more I think about it, because Levine. I'm looking at the Bulls right now, and it's like, oof. I mean, they got fucking. DeRozan's in the last year. He's a $28 million expiring. He's probably going to be gone. He's not going to re-sign there. Fucking Lonzo Ball's dead. They did a weird extension on Vucevic. He's got this year and then two more years at $20 million. So weird. I don't know what the fuck they're doing with that. Yeah. This is just classic. What's his name? Mark Eversley. Just fucking directionless. It is. Yes, it directionless is. Directionless fucking tunnel vision nonsense incompetence. Oh, That's just, I don't know. Yeah, Four this is fans. gross. This is gross. I mean, <laughs> does Zach Levine ask out? Does Toby's expiring and those unprotected Clipper picks get him? Probably. Probably. They're both – Toby's making 39, Levine making 40. The salaries match one for one. I'd do Toby and all those picks for fucking Zach Levine right now. Zach I'd Levine. do it. I'd do it. <laughs> Sorry, Jimmy. Embiid? Jimmy. Oh, Jimmy? Oh, wow. <laughs> the Heat are one in three. Oh what about Zion? God. No, I, too I, fat. No fatties. No fatties. Yeah. What about just, Brandon Ingram? 
Oh, interesting. Interesting. Very interesting. Because I know he hasn't been very happy because I don't think they have been wanting to pay him. Uh, if I was a fucking Pelicans fan, I'd kill myself. <laughs> I think if we traded Ingram for Toby and picks, I think I'd kill myself. <laughs> honestly. What about uh, Jeremy Grant? Jeremy Grant? Uh, oh, not for that. I'd, tra- I'd trade. I'd trade Toby for Jeremy Grant. I would. I'm no talking picks. like I'm. I'm talking like we're not unloading the treasure chest, and we're just getting two Jeremy Grants instead of one Zach Levine. I'd trade yeah. Toby for Jeremy Grant straight up. Yeah, they, and we could probably get if Portland goes south and they're trying to rebuild, and they have this huge Jeremy Grant contract, they could be willing to unload him just to get off the contract, right? Let's look at that Jeremy Grant contract. That's interesting. Jeremy Grant. Five years, 160? It's a lot of money for Jeremy it's Grant. That's to, Toby money. Yeah, it's 27 this year, 29 next year, 32 the year after, 34 the year after, and then a player option for 36. Good for 2027. You, yeah, good Another for you, Jeremy player. Grant. Yeah, what about, absolutely. What about Malcolm Brogdon? Oh, Brogdon. Yeah, we could get Brogdon. Oh, I'd love to pick him off. Portland, yeah, possible. yeah, yeah, interesting, time. interesting. Yeah, he, he, that's his, good. his knee would fall off here, but it, I would, I would huh? like him. Brogdon 22 this year, 22 next year. No, I'll tell you yeah. what, we have some situations we can keep an eye out until February. We will, we're only three games into the season. Uh, I would do, let's see, Toby makes 39, Brogdon makes 22. We are so back. We are so, so bad, yeah, guys. we're so fucking we back, so dude. Bad. Oh my god. <laughs> oh, we're yeah. serious. I, I do Toby's it. expiring and uh maybe the 2026 pick that's gonna be like 17. Toby and that pick for Brogdon. And we need someone else to come back too, because we gotta match we gotta get from 22 to 39. So we gotta make up 17k, which could we give Robert Williams too? Whoa. Backup five playoff adjustment, Robert Williams, oh, Brogdon, yeah. and Robert Williams for Toby in the 2026 OKC pick. Uh, that seems it, like trading for Al Horford, just like the player or players that crushed you the year before. I'm thinking we're back. We're back. <laughs> we're back. We're back. Um, we'll I'm thinking we're back, baby. We will talk about it. We're less than a minute because I don't oh, no, know. Yeah, the Zoom's Zoom gonna exit. Yeah, the Zoom's so real quick, expire. really quick. We're back. What do I do with my James Harden wine? Drink it. Today's the day. Or do I wait because we are going to win the midseason tournament and maybe that's where I pop. I'll, is Sankey is Sankey BYOB? No. Oh, we'll bring I it we, anyway. It's yeah. like juice anyway. It's not even alcohol. They'll love it. We're so <laughs> uh, back. Yeah. We're back. All right. Yeah, guys. yeah. That's all I got. We'll talk maybe soon. Maybe sooner maybe than soon. two months. Weekly pods. Back to weekly pods. We did two months for between pods last year, so we'll see. <laughs> <laughs> I'm thinking we'll try it. I think you were back.